Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh yeah, brother, welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast, brought to you by Online and the Believe Podcast Network, oh yeah. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for the pro and college action this season. With a new updated sided interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the all-amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And now, the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Underdogs podcast. We've got Thursday night football on deck, got playoff baseball. I know L. Bushman is definitely priming up for game time. You bet I, I've got my oh, race yeah. shirt on. I've got my pillow behind me. I've got everything ready to go, Chip. That is such a sore subject for me because my team has not even made the playoffs in a decade. Genuinely a decade. He gets. Well, don't worry about it. The Braves did, so everything's good. We're all fine. So, so. two out of the three teams in this dais made the playoffs. There you go. Yeah, yeah two, yeah. Of, the, two yeah. of the teams. You know, we're looking for. But hey, there's two always out of next three year. ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Could always be worse. Yeah, sure. None of us could have made it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, welcome to the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast, brought to you by Believe Podcast Network and BetOnline.com. AG. As Chip said, happy Thursday to everybody. What's going on, yes, everybody? There's a lot going on. Like I said, we got Thursday night football, all sorts of playoffs, baseball wise. We got hockey coming up. I mean, this is getting ready to be the you're getting ready to get the triple, the triple shot of espresso here coming up. Start of the seasons. Everybody's got good expectations, new postseason hopes, beginning season fails. I can't wait. It's going to be it's going to be legit and with Thursday night football we can't ask for more than an NFC West matchup. Ah, it really yes. it yep. doesn't get much better than that so we can't complain. Cuz if we complained who would listen? Honestly. No one. Nobody would anyway so Nobody. it's fine. <laughs> the only thing uh, that I hate that we heard right before this obviously is Chris Carson not playing. He's got a chronic neck injury something that bothered him I think in the beginning of the year. So if you had an opportunity, hopefully you went out, you got Alex Collins to back up in the backfield. I did not. Um, 
What do you think, though? Against the Rams, Jordy, do you think he's going to have a good night anyways? Or do you think this is a guy who eh, could, you know, get you a couple points maybe? Yeah, I'm really not expecting much from any Seahawks run game tonight. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a game. I think the receivers are going to be able to do something. But Seahawks running backs up against the Rams, I really wouldn't expect much anyway. So I really don't think this is too big of a deal. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt them that bad. It's it's kind of a big deal, kind of a not a big deal. I mean, I have Chris Carson on two of my teams, but didn't. So that's a big. Him. That's a personal reason of why it's a big deal. <laughs> not, well, not necessarily because I'm pretty pretty okay with running backs, mm-hmm. so I, I I plugged in the necessary guys to fill in okay. that spot. Plus, you know, it's the if I was going to pick up Alex Collins, I'm really taking a risk because they are going up against that Rams defense yeah so, which yep. i don't trust alex collins getting much so they might be airing it out this might be a shootout between these two teams so it was against the Car- it was against the cardinals well yeah i don't know i just don't see i see the rams getting in the backfield a lot i see russell wilson probably running for his life what he's done the majority of his career anyway so i guess yeah he's, pro- he's good at he's that. probably used yeah. to it but i see aaron donald probably having a a, a decent game and don't, don't know, say we'll that because I have happens. Russell Wilson. Don't say that. I have Russell Wilson. Don't say that at all. Good lord. I like I like Seattle players. I don't know what can I say. <laughs> I think I keep going back and forth with how I feel headed into this game because on one hand I'm like there's no way the Rams are going to lose two games back to back to division rivals. I was like I just can't see that happening. But then on the other hand you have. Russell Wilson, who is exceptional in primetime, even more exceptional in Thursday night football. So I have really no idea what to expect. And it's either way, I wouldn't be shocked. Like if the Seahawks come out and are unbelievable, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. If the Rams come out and dominate, I'm like, yeah, cool. So I don't know. This is why NFC West matchups, they're terrible to bet, but they're great to watch just because it can easily go either way. Yep. We got the yeah. Rams minus two and a half right now, and the over unders. I think it'll be under. It's fifty three and a yeah, half. Yeah, I would take the under. Yeah, the Rams definitely have the advantage defensive wise, especially in the secondary. Their secondary yeah. is pretty, 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 pretty good. So, uh, maybe I should bench Russell Wilson. I don't know. Oh, who do you have? Jeez. Instead, yeah, that was that, Sam Darnold. I have Sam Darnold. Ooh, who's going the Eagles? Yeah, so... I like Sammy Sam. I might have to do that. Dun 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 dun. Mid show quarterback switch. Yeah, hey, I think show, I might have to do that. Mid show fantasy changes do not go well or haven't gone I, well. well for me. I hate, oh yeah, I, I hate Thursday we night games. Anyway, put in. Didn't we tell you to put in Robbie Anderson and you didn't get a single point? <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, I, I hate a, Thursday night games. Though. I don't know. I mean, that was well. I think I, that was a Thursday night game. That's when McCaffrey was. got hurt. Yeah. It was. It was against Houston. And McCaffrey, I was like, as soon as McCaffrey got hurt, I think it was the second quarter. I'm like, okay, I'm drinking now. Thank you. Yeah. All right. over. All right. Well, so, yeah, you know that was what? rough. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm 4 0. I'm 4 0. I, I, I think I can take the L for this week. It's You're okay. 4 0. That's very impressive. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm stacked on my team. Like, I, I'm pretty happy with this team. So I can, if I'm going to take a gamble, I'm going to do it. Watch I don't Russell even Wilson think – I think that's a smart gamble. think so? I think that's yeah. a good gamble. Okay, I'm going to do it. Why not? I got Remember what I, I think I said a couple shows ago? I've, I've got to take more gambles and 
and risks and stuff this year. So, so why not do it? Okay, it's done. It's locked it's in. Done. Not looking at my phone again until the, tomorrow, and then I, I'll probably cry because Russell Wilson probably <laughs> falls out and stuff tonight against the Rams. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So uh, a couple of trades went yes. on this week. Let's talk about yes. the Stefan Gilmore being traded from the Patriots to the Panthers for a sixth rounder. Sixth rounder for a from a Pro Bowl corner. Obviously, he is hurt. He probably won't be until, mm-hmm. are, we, are they saying week six or seven? They're saying no. after week six, he's eligible. He's so. eligible. Yeah. Okay, so probably week eight, he'll probably be in the lineup for the roster for the Panthers. Do you see, I mean, did, did the Patriots... I wouldn't say one on, well, they're got a, I mean, do you think the Panthers won on this trade? Because I mean, they, they gave up only a sixth, a sixth round pick for Stefan Gilmore, who is one of the, you know, the better corners in, in the league for a sixth round. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you, do you think the Patriots were like, you know what? Screw it. He's been hurt. We don't know how he's going to be. He's 31 years old. Let's whatever. We'll take whatever. Do you think that happened? Or was it just like, you know what? Nobody's going to give us a better deal. I mean, I know the bucks were in that conversation about getting him, uh, I know the Packers were in that conversation too. There's a lot of teams in that, but ultimately the Panthers won out. You know, I think this honestly worked out good for both sides because the Panthers, you get Stefan Gilmore and you really gave up next to nothing for him. Right. The Patriots were about to just release him. Like just yeah. mm-hmm. they couldn't come to an agreement and they were just going to let him go. So I think it worked out for them too, just to get something. Um, it's better than getting nothing and just letting him go. So I think both sides handled it well I really like that the Panthers did this because especially now with Horn injured when he comes back and he's healthy and now you have him with Stefan Gilmore I just think it's a good dynamic and Stefan Gilmore you don't really know what you're gonna get but it's good to hold you over because I don't know I mean he's so he was so talented and he's coming off one of his worst years and then the injury. So you have no idea how he's actually going to bounce back, but even just that veteran private presence. And then once horn comes back, having the two of them there, I think it is really smart. And like I said, them giving up only a six, it's a 2023 six round. So for them, I think they handled it beautifully. Oh yeah. Dude, the Patriots, they couldn't, like you said, Jordy couldn't get together on a salary number. They strategically made this announcement very early in the morning, knowing that by the end of the end of the league day at like 4 p.m., you know, they would announce it. So teams then had the ability to call them and say, hey, look, we'll give you something, you know, for them. And obviously Carolina was one of the teams, I guess, that uh, called and the Patriots had interest in, like they said. I mean, Gilmore played at USC, South Carolina, so he's going back to where he grew up and uh, it, where the Panthers general manager, I think he lives in the same neighborhood as the general Aww. manager in, in South Carolina. So back home to, uh, to home. Mama Gilmore and everybody else and she, Take you know, hang out to the boy. That's West Virginia. That's not Carolina. Yeah, that's West Virginia. <laughs> it's okay. Another trade that happened, uh, former pro bowler linebacker, Jalen Smith was traded from the Cowboys to the Packers. Interesting story with Jalen Smith. He is also injured as well. This guy came to the league, was drafted pretty high with the Cowboys organization. I had, I think, had 100 tackles between the two years he was there. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, you know what? Peace. And I like this because the Packers have always been lacking on the linebacker side on their defense. Actually, they lack a lot of stuff on their defense. So uh, good pickup for the Packers. How do you like this trade between the, the Packers and the, and the Cowboys? 
I, think, I like it. Was and he I released? Think- and then yeah, he was released. Yeah, yeah he was re- I'm sorry, released. Okay, yeah, he was released. the Packers just snagged him, which I think was yeah. really smart, especially for them because they're in a salary cap situation. But the Cowboys are basically still paying him mm-hmm. to play on the Packers. Like they still owe him seven point two million dollars. That's why I was kind of shocked that they were. I a mean, lot of people makes, were shocked about this. Yeah, it, I see both sides. It makes mm-hmm. complete sense why they let him go. I mean. Now you have Micah Parsons, like you have other guys now to kind of fill this role. And he really, he wasn't living up to what he used to be able to and kind of those expectations. So I get releasing him, but when you still owe him that huge amount of money, I would say just keep him just at least for the season or for a couple more weeks just to see. But I mean, it's only week four. So I was shocked in that aspect, but I, they literally just said they were like, there's nothing personal. Like he literally just wasn't playing as well as everyone else. So we just, yeah, apparently me, he was misstepping he was like misstep for a couple two like a, a couple steps over the yeah. offseason they asked him to restructure his contract uh down from the 9.2 to to whatever they were trying to get him and he was just like no i'm not gonna do that so yeah, yeah. he had had <clears throat> wrist surgery i think yeah and uh there was an injury clause in his contract that would state that if his wrist was re-injured or he had any you know surgical procedures the Cowboys would be responsible for an injury bonus of like 9.2. So the salary actually went up one, you know, $1.4 million next year. If anything happened to that wrist and the Cowboys stated that, you know, they already had talent there and they didn't want to be 9.2 million on the books for a player who wasn't really playing. So it's a win-win situation for both sides because he gets more, he gets more playing time with the Packers and he gets more money. Yeah. Zadarius Smith from the Packers just got put on IR and he was their big horse at linebacker. So they fill an immediate need uh, with Jalen. Okay. I like to see too, that the Packers are actually making moves because I feel like they're one of the teams that don't necessarily go out and go after guys. And especially with everything going on with Aaron Rodgers right now, I think them kind of making a point to say, we we're seeing where our holes are and we're going to do what we can to fix them. I think it's, I don't know if it's going to repair any relationships there. I kind of feel like that bridge is very much burned, but I like that they're at least trying to do something. So that's a positive. Yeah. Well, I think if they're trying to repair any kind of bridge, it's a little bit too late. You know, I think because so too. next year, Aaron Rodgers becomes, and he comes a, I think, you know, he doesn't become a free agent until 2023. So next year they could trade him, which if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would try to mend fences because. You know, you really only have a couple spots that they might trade you to, which you might like, which would be Denver, which is one of them. But yeah. like, if you go into free agency in 2023, you have the pick of the litter of who you want to go to. Yeah. Which might be Tampa Bay because obviously Tom Brady might retire in a couple of years and then Aaron Rodgers comes down to Tampa Bay and then boom, they have their next quarterback of the future. Didn't hear have- Tom Brady's playing until he's 50. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's playing. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers could be his backup. No, I'm just kidding. Tampa Can Bay has $2 million imagine? in cap room. They have two yeah, million dollars. I'm talking about two years into the future, Chip. We don't know what happens to they years don't, into the future. They won't have any more I than they won't probably $10 million. They're going to sign Godwin. Uh, nah, they might let him walk. Wow. Yeah, I think they're going to let him go. That's, yeah. that's solid. All right, next on the list, Baker Mayfield, our good friend Baker, has been playing with a partially torn labrium. He was in a cast this past week. Uh Saying his mama didn't raise a wuss. That's why he hasn't really <laughs> told anybody about it until today. It's on I his. I hate Baker Mayfield. Oh God! I you don't like really his commercials. Do. You don't like no. his commercials. No. no, 
every time they're on, I get really <laughs> mad. I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. Is it because he 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 plays for Cleveland, or is it because no, he I actually Oklahoma? like no, I I just think he's annoying. Like oh everything he comes in. Are we? Are you guys like big Baker fans? A lot of my no, friends no, I'm not. No, I'm not a huge Baker fan, but I like no, him better I than just... Johnny Manziel. I mean, he's better than uh, he's better than Johnny Manz. I just don't. Uh, he comes off like Joe Burrow has like this like confidence, but it's like calm, cool, collected, and he goes out there and he like executes and like you like Baker Mayfield. I just get nothing from him, and then he's just <laughs> cocky and rude all the time. And I'm like, I just don't like you. Like if he was ta- like if he was out there like going to the Super Bowl and consistently like doing great things. For the Browns, I'd be like, all right, this is deserved. Like, I get it. But he doesn't, like, do that. So I'm just over him. So what you're saying is if you saw Baker Mayfield at a bar, you would punch him in the face. Is that what you're saying? I would really try, though. I would really try. I I don't know if I would punch him. But I would definitely, like, make it known that he is one of my least favorite people right now. So you wouldn't go and (laughs) dance dance up next to him like what happened to Urban Meyer? Oh, absolutely not. I wouldn't touch Baker Mayfield with a 10-foot pole. Wow. Okay. Sorry, I'm not a Baker fan. He needs to win me over. He needs to start. I mean, and he does sometimes. There are sometimes where I'm like, all right, Baker, maybe he's getting it together. And then Granny's injured right now. Chip, we should have a bet with Jordan. If she loses a bet, she has to wear a Baker Mayfield like shirt or jersey. I'd rather. Oh God! Look, yeah, see, yes, yeah, we have to make some kind of bet like that. (laughs) It's 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 on his non-throwing arm, so it's not going to affect him at all. So he'll probably will be playing this Sunday, but it is. uh, it is something to be cautious about if you have Baker Mayfield on your fantasy lineup. Dude, so. the the offense is missing Jarvis Landry. Massive. Yes. Like Baker and dude Beckham, they haven't gotten together yet. They've missed passes. They don't have that flow that that Baker had with Landry. And you can tell it's struggling on the offensive side. I mean, they missed some plays last week against Minnesota. That game was just like a weird game. Like I watched the highlights and uh, you know, I watched a little bit and it just seems like both those teams offenses are explosive. They have the opportunity to put up points. Both their defenses have been playing a lot better this year, but it was just a weird, I never would have thought that game would have only put up, you know, 28 points, 14 to seven. I think it was for the Browns. So just uh Baker's missing Jarvis, dude, missing Landry. Browns were kind of like that last year. They were up and down when it came to scoring points. They weren't really yeah. consistent. I mean, obviously it's the Browns. I mean, they've never really been consistent on anything except for losing. But oh, um, the running game has been very consistent, dude. Well, except for that. Yeah, yeah. they have. <laughs> very there's an, run, there's an asterisk against good. there's an asterisk against my statement. I'm sorry, the, the running game has been very consistent with that two headed monster with Kareem Hunt and also Nick Chubb. So I won't. Yeah, no, that's that. unbelievable. Yes, that was that's a steal of a pickup for for Kareem Hunt. I so. wish the Falcons could steal one of those guys and just bring them to Atlanta. That's never going to happen. We got Sorry, awful, awful news Bill today. Patterson. Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> Stop it. Chip, <laughs> you, have, you have the Braves to cheer for. It's okay. Exactly. Well, awful news today, and Jordy and I were talking about it right before the show started. Calvin Ridley not making the trip to London for the game at 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. Also, Russell Gage, who – has been hurt, was going to come off IR. He's not making the trip either. So the Falcons are now accepting applications for wide receivers. Everybody, get your passports, head to London, get on your football equipment, start running up the field. Jordan, you know what this means, right? 
the Jets are going to win. No. Oh. Big game for Kyle Pitts. It better be. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> Eagerly. I, I Eagerly have him waiting. locked and loaded as my tight end one. If he doesn't do anything this Sunday, he's gone. He gone. He going on the Are you going to drop him or are you going to? I, I am. No, I am this close to dropping him. This close. You I now should be the number one doing that. that. You should be he the, hasn't been utilized. He, he should be the number one target this week. You've yeah. got Gage out, Ridley out. He should be the number one target. That's it. And huh. if he doesn't do well, he, he might be going on waivers. That's all I'm saying. Cordero Patterson will be – he's going to be on the field. He's going to be bringing the water, taping guys' ankles, <laughs> catching passes, returning kicks, blocking. It's going to be Cordero Patterson. Holy cow. That's I fine, you drink your Gatorade. I will. That's fine. <laughs> the inevitable has happened. Justin Fields is now the starter. Is now the starter. Going forward for the rest of the season, barring any kind of weirdness. Coach Nagy made it official. <laughs> this guy. Double-edged sword. He, he Either whatever decision he made on Justin Fields was going to be either scrutinized or applauded no matter what was going to happen. And I, I, I thought about this today where – you know, everybody was saying, put fields in, put fields in. And I think people may have been rushing that too much because would you rather have a quarterback that's, you know, wanting, you drafted him to learn and develop, not to be rushed out in the field. Now there's only a few quarterbacks that you can rush out in the field that are really ready to be a, a starter in this league. I mean, there's a few and far between. I mean, you have and the Andrew Lux of the world, the Peyton Mannings of the world, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, but if you're trying to develop a quarterback for like the next 10 to 15 years, you know, maybe he shouldn't have been rushed out. I mean, maybe, you know, have, have him sit on the sidelines for a while. Now, obviously there's quarterback situations just hell right now at Chicago, but I think with, with Nagy, I think I kind of agree with Nagy on the side as well is because they drafted him for a reason to develop and for him to be in this league for a long time, not to be a flash in the pan where he's mediocre and not get the right, coaching and tooling and then he's out in the league and you know, or he's a backup somewhere else like after two years after Chicago says I'm done with you I don't know maybe I'm wrong I don't know maybe you guys agree with me or not but that's that's I look at it now from the outside in and I know I've said this before I think you know it was time for Justin Fields to be on the field but maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't time but no I I understand exactly where you're coming from and I kind of went through that where they drafted him and then they were still calling like before the season started and they were still calling Andy Dalton QB1 and I was like how are you going to do this how are you going to do this and it was me and Kaylee we broke down their schedule and we were like it honestly makes sense mm -hmm. to sit Dustin Fields we really didn't want him to start until after week four and granted the Andy Dalton injury he had to jump in sooner so you were kind of given, but I think at this point with what we've seen from him, there's no way you can not continue to start him. I don't like necessarily how it started. And I think I would have preferred him to actually sit for a little bit longer, maybe even like halfway through this season a little bit. But now that he's out there and you see how much better the team kind of clicks with him and you see what he's able to do. I think you can't just take it away now. I think right. now the momentum's yeah. going and he's already got that push. So I think now that he's in, you can't take him out, but I think I would have oh. preferred for him to sit a little bit longer. Oh, there's no turning back. Because oh, yeah. if you do, yeah. you got to go get Nick Foles in there or turn Andy Dalton again. So yeah, there's no turning back on this. Yeah. One. Hell no. Well, I think we all knew when he got drafted, when they traded up to get him that 
Matt Nagy was fighting for his job. This is an organization that's been like craving a quarterback for just decades, dude. They need somebody to take over the reins. And I, I think when he got drafted and they traded up for him, everybody knew that he was going to play this year. You just wanted mm-hmm. to wonder what capacity. Would it be because of injury? Would it be because, you know, they got up in a game and he just got increments, like little bits of playing time. But at the end of the day, you've got a coach who is fighting for his job. You've got a team that can't really get anything going or can't get moving in the right direction. Dalton's injured. So if you're Andy Dalton, dude, once again, you've flown to a team, thought you were going to be a starter. You're not a starter anymore. You're going to hold a clipboard and you'll make, you know, 13, 15 million dollars. Drink Gatorade, be happy. You robbed the bank again. Way to go. Classic Gatorade sounds good right now. Actually, you keep, you keep saying the Gatorade thing, Chip. I know. It makes it's me Tennessee thirsty. orange flavor, like Peyton says, dude. It's I know. refreshing. These pretzels are making me thirsty. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Waiver wire pickups this week for week five. What do we got? Dude, Alex Collins was massive. That was uh, going to be one guy you definitely needed to pick up. Um, who else? I don't know. I mean, I dropped some guys. I dropped Teddy Bridgewater, uh, you know. I've got Damian Williams for the Yeah, Chicago that's who Bears. I was going to say. That's a good one, too. Running back. Kadarius Tony too. Yep. I grabbed him. Even though yeah. I didn't need – you know I had to drop? The infamous Robbie Anderson got <laughs> dropped. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't yeah. – I don't – I'm not – I drafted him in two of my leagues, and I really regret it. Yep. Trey Lance is probably going to start this week. Would you take a flyer on him? I I mean I actually have Trey Lance as my backup. Well, he's your backup I, for a reason, though. He's my he's backup for a reason. I didn't know if he was ever actually going to start. I had a faith he was going to start at some point. Um, I don't think I'm going to use him. I have to remember what league I have him. I don't know who he's sitting behind, but I don't think I'm going to yet. Um, I just think it's too soon. And aren't they playing the Cardinals? Yes, yes, they are. I don't like NFC West, but they may, you have no idea what to expect with them. And Cardinals defense scares me. I, yep. yeah, no, Josh mm-hmm. Allen's my starting quarterback. Trey Lance is my backup. I'm sticking with Josh Allen, but I do think it's smart to pick up Trey Lance if you are in a dire situation. I would also take a look at Samarji Perrine, even though they're going to go by committee this week in Cincinnati. And then also the status of Ra of Gronk is still kind of up in the air. You can maybe take a chance on Cameron Brady, even though him and Tom Brady look, they didn't look in sync at all on last Monday night's game. They look just all over the place. So if you're looking for tight end help, look at Cameron Bray, possibly running back help. You could take a chance at some Mergy Perrine on a flex, but other than that, I would be cautious about the Bengals backfield. Yes, walking wounded. Be careful. Yes, definitely. All right. What do we got? Picks. Okay, picks picks for tonight. Dude, it's a straight flush. Got to be all Rams, right? I don't know. What did I pick tonight? I what do you think? I took I took the Rams. I was I'm very taking... back and forth, but the Rams aren't losing two in a row. I got to start picking opposite of you because you're like four up on me. Are you going with the Seahawks tonight? No, I got to go with the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just... If Carson was in there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If, if Chris I Carson like was that running better. Tonight, yeah, not with not with Alex Collins and in the backfield. No, I don't trust that at all. God, yeah. I, I, oh, man. Where is the game too? They're in Seattle. I think oh. it's in Seattle. Yeah, they're in Seattle. So. Oh, I feel like 
Oh, no, I'm still sticking with the Rams. <laughs> I'm no, so no, torn. No, no, I'm... no. Pick Seattle. Pick I'm Seattle. I'm so now. torn. Pick Seattle. You no. want to. Yes. Well, taking the Rams and I'm taking the under. Okay. I love I love the under. The Rams minus two and a half. I mean, for a bet, you're just that you got to get the hook for three. So you don't put yourself in a bad spot. But all the money right now I'm seeing online and uh, 78% on the Rams, 23% on Seattle. But a lot of people are actually uh, hitting the hitting it under on the spread, 60% of the betters. And then you're seeing a lot of action. Almost 80% of betters are taking the Rams minus two and a half. So. I like don't like the Rams minus two and a half. Yeah, that's a funny number, dude. There are certain that's... bets when you you could pay more of the vig and you can get a half, you can buy a half point usually for twenty yeah. percent on your bet and and cover yourself with a a push for that three. So um... yeah, I, I, if it was minus three, I think that's a lot safer. I definitely yeah. like Rams money line, but no, that two and a half is scary. Yeah. Russell Wilson has a 0.776 career win percentage in primetime games. Oh, highest. 7-7? Seven, 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 the highest by any quarterback since the 1950s. Wow. So it's, Isn't he like 9-1 in primetime? I believe so, yeah. Wow. I think so. Chip, your boy, Christian McCaffrey, could be coming back. Oh, dude, week. I can't even. I All my backfield Don't chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, questionable. He's out. Christian McCaffrey, questionable. He's out. Uh, A.J. Brown is actually healthy, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, I've been bit by the injury bug. My first two picks haven't played now in two weeks. So, Well, they're saying CMC said he might suit up. He feels really good. No, you know what I love about ESPN? Wait until after they play the Eagles. There you go. What I love about ESPN is they populate his points already. That's how I know he's going to play. Yeah. I've already given him like 24.6 points. I would rather have him sit because then Sam Darnold's just going to throw it all day, which is fine by me. If I'm doing this crazy, take a chance on Sam Darnold. And then after all the things I've said about Sam Darnold too, like this might, bite, know. About might him, bite me in the ass. Like come, come on Monday after we do our, <laughs> for our, our wrap up show for Sunday, I'll be like, we'll I, have I, to point I, fingers I, and laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. No, I might have to like even make more of an apology to Sam Darnold. Like Sam Darnold, thank you for giving me all these points this week. I'll never right. doubt you again. No, Get it I'm ready. Rooting, I'm sorry. I'm rooting against you. And I That's love fine. Sam Darnold and I love it's the fine. Panthers, but like, didn't you just tell me to put in Sam Darnold and replace? <laughs> no, no. Let's go back to the tape. I don't I think did. I said. I I, I maybe she did. did. I don't know, but I said put in Sam Darnold. I don't think I did. I just think I was like, "Wow, you're doing it." Oh, okay. I can't play Sam Darnold this week because my opponent has DJ Moore, so I am not doing that to myself. I'm sticking yeah. with Tannehill and Brown. Don't do that to you. Yeah. No. Okay. So, but who cares? I'm 0 4. So it's prayer now. It's Hail Mary. Keep going. Dude, I'm o- I'm 0 4 in my work league. So I'm 4 0 and I'm also 0 4, which I'm like riding right down. And one, I'm 3 and 1, and the other, I'm 2 and 2. Oh, so there I'm you like, go. yeah. That's, that's good. That's right down the middle. Good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, we're, I'm on like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like I'm good and then I'm also shitty at the same time. Can't wait. Well, Can't we'll wait. all pray this evening for a Rams win and a good fantasy outcome. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> Thanks for joining. Oh, God. It's up my throat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Uh, thanks for joining us for another uh, episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast brought to you by Believe Podcast Network and also betonline.ag. We will be back on Sunday morning for our weekly pickums and also your fantasy start and sits for the week. Have a great night. It's playoff baseball, Thursday night football as well. Go Rays. Yeah, I'm, I said it on a football show. I don't care. Go Braves. Oh, you said it too. I like that. Go, on. Go Rams. Phillies are not in the playoffs. Yeah, Phillies will never be in the playoffs. Ever I've gone the last decade. I'll be fine. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.